A man has been arrested in Thailand for stealing and making love to over 100 pairs of flip-flops. And India detains a pigeon on suspicion of spying for Pakistan. And a one-table restaurant is opening up in a Swedish field. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News, your daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in Los Angeles during the lockdown, baby. Oh, yeah. We're bringing it through. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thank you for joining me today. I have three segments from around the world. They're pretty weird. I got it. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A man from Thailand has been arrested for stealing and having sex with over 100 pairs of flip-flops. Oh, yeah, sexy flip-flops. How can you say no? Very shocking. A Thai foot fetishist. That's a great word. Use that today. Fetishist has been arrested recently for stealing over 100 pairs of flip-flops and then confessing to having sex with them. How do you have sex with a flip-flop? Someone want to tell me? Don't send me videos of this. I don't want to know. Right from the foreplay to the real lovemaking. Foreplay with a flip-flop? What is flip-flop foreplay? I want to know. (laughs) You sing to the damn thing? This guy has had an unhealthy obsession with shoes that has made him steal more than 100 pairs of flip-flops. He later confessed his pilferage. Another amazing word, pilferage. I think that means stealing the flip-flops. He confessed to having sex with all, the, with all of that footwear. I'm gonna make love to you. And your flip-flops. Come on, flip-flops. I love your curvy ways, yeah. I mean, what is so attractive about a damn flip-flop? First of all, they smell. That's just a whole other thing. The police in Natamburi, central Thailand, started to get a hint of what was going on in this weird case after receiving dozens of complaints from locals over their missing shoes. After a little bit of investigation, some CCTV footage revealed that a man, Thiripat Klaya, who lived around the area, would lurk around houses and steal shoes. Oh, oh boy. Upon deeper, deeper flip-flop pilferage investigation, the police found 126 pairs of flip-flops at his rented apartment. <laughs> oh, man. Big flip-flop orgy going on over there at this guy Klaya's place. Soon, he admitted to having sex with the footwear, along with stealing the footwear for two years. He even described his bizarre fetish. Please don't. He said that for foreplay, oh no, we're going to get into it, guys. You ready for this? For foreplay, he would wear the sandals around the house. After he was aroused enough by that, he would reportedly caress and kiss the flip-flops and then get naked to rub the flip-flop all over his bare-naked body. He would eventually have sex and then throw away while hunting for the next pair. He reportedly was found guilty of possessing a digital transceiver and flouting lockdown. What is that, some extra shit he's been into? What is this digital transceiver? (laughs) The transceiver, who gives a damn flouting lockdown? Who cares? This guy's making love to all the flip-flops in the neighborhood. He's a damn scourge to society. He has a mental disorder, too. He needs help. Therapat will be under arrest and will be presented before court where the prosecutors will decide what can be a befitting punishment. Weird sexual fantasies have sometimes even injured people gravely, this article says. Ooh, gravely injured them? I mean, you could get injured making love to a flip-flop. You know, some of the, some of the plastic on the flip-flops, especially the cheap ones, they're just, they're very, 
They're very sharp. They have sharp edges. You can't really... I mean, you rub it against your member there. You're, you're risking some sort of uh, cut and abrasion, I'd say. They're, they don't look like the most comfortable things to be making love to, is my point. And you could get a flip-flop fetishist injury, I'd imagine. The article says people have been endangering themselves over their fetishisms. Last year, a man was hospitalized after he requested his wife to insert air freshener... <laughs> An air freshener can into his bottom during sex? A whole can of air freshener? Oh, boy. That is wild. I mean, if it, I know it, it might smell not good down there, but, I mean, you really, the can of air freshener, what's that going to do? <laughs> the can of air freshener. My goodness. If you had told me that you were inserting that little dangling air freshener in your car, you know, the little Christmas tree air freshener into your bottom, I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. That's going to hurt. Never mind an entire can of Febreze. You know, it's got that little trigger thing on there. How do you even, how do you fit the whole thing in there? Oh, man, I don't want to know. Don't send me videos, guys. This guy that did that, by the way, was hospitalized, as you can imagine. He had to undergo immediate surgery <laughs> to cut open his bottom. <laughs> this is just terrible. What is wrong with you people? Not you people, but the rest of the people. <laughs> people. The things that we're making love to. Is everybody this lonely and desperate? I don't understand it. I mean, I know you're in lockdown right now, okay? And right now, you know, the mailman's looking good to you. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bert, you're looking fine, man. Really, I got to tell you, I'm those, those tight mailman pants. <laughs> but to take it to the level of making love to a flip-flop or putting a can of air freshener up your bottom. I mean, come on, guys. Get some help before it gets to that level, please. There's, there's, you know, there's groups for this sort of thing, I'd imagine, you know? You don't have to find yourself nabbing flip-flops from the beach and then taking them home and whining and dining them. <laughs> Please. India detains a pigeon on suspicious of spying for Pakistan. An intrepid Pakistani spy pigeon is facing a life behind bars in India. You put a bird behind bars? Well, I mean, it's natural. Birds live oftentimes behind bars. But in prison? In an Indian prison? A bird. The allegation was made after Gita Devi, a resident of... Kathua district of Indian administered Kashmir. Wow, that's a handful. Uh, apparently, Gita reported a bird painted pink and carrying a coded ring tagged to its foot. It flew into her home on Sunday night. The Indian border security force passed the pigeon on to the police who launched an, an investigation and logged the animal as a, quote, pack suspected spy. Officials in Kathua said the bird had flown across the border and they would try to decipher this message. The pigeon, suspected to have been trained in Pakistan for spying, has a ring with alphabets and numbers written all over it, a police source told the Times of India. Though birds have no boundaries and many fly across international borders during migration, a coded ring tagged to the captured pigeon's body is a cause for concern as migratory birds normally don't have such rings. Oh, they don't? <laughs> Good looking out, man. What is that? Who uses pigeons for spies these days? It's 2020. Really? We're using pigeons? I thought drones were the thing, right? We're using drones. But I guess if you're in a, a poorer nation, you use pigeons. <laughs> you kick it back a notch. This is like old school spying going on. A pigeon with a little decoder ring. <laughs> Where'd you get the decoder ring? Out of a cereal box, Pakistan? What are you doing? <laughs> pigeon with a ring on it. <laughs> I'm coming with your, with your intel. Oh! <laughs> India and Pakistan have fought four wars since independence, and tension between the two neighbors remains very high. Ooh, the tension is so high that they're using pigeons for oh, spying. <laughs> wow. You guys really need to 
curtail your tension over there, all right? It's getting out of control, okay? Spy pigeons. What next, huh? What next? You're going to send a guy with a curly mustache that talks like this? Yeah, same, yeah, over to infiltrate their government? What next? In 2015, the Indian authorities, by the way, captured a bird that had crossed the border and was found to have a message written on its feathers in Urdu, which is the national language of Pakistan. To the disbelief of the international community, the bird was x-rayed and ruffled enough feathers to be also logged as a suspected spy by the police. According to the police in Kathua, birds are commonly used to send secret messages across the border as they do not typically arouse suspicion. However, the latest suspect would remain in a cage in a police station until this conclusion of this investigation. Ooh, I'll have to keep you posted on whether or not this pigeon turns out to be a spy. I know you guys are on the edge of your seat. Right now, is that pigeon a Pakistani spy? What is going on? You ought to use spy sloths. I think those would be the best spies, right? You would never suspect a sloth to be a spy, right? They, they move very slowly. They don't care if you see them. They're not trying to hide or anything. I would never suspect a sloth of being a spy. Up your spy game, Pakistan. Get with it. We're on to you with the birds, okay? We're on to you. <laughs> I wonder what other archaic technology is being used <laughs> you guys you guys using Morse code to spread around your your intel? What's going on over there, Pakistan? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A one-table restaurant is opening up in a Swedish field. It's named Board for N, which translates as Table for One. It's a new outdoor restaurant located in Farmland, Sweden. I'm looking at a photo of it. It's a table with a white linen cloth on it in the middle of a damn field. And the grass isn't even green. This is terrible. What is this? There's a picnic basket on a wire? Ah, I need to find out more about this lame arrangement. <laughs> The concept is the brainchild of Linda Carlson and Rasmus Persson. Linda told the media that the idea came to her when her parents arrived at her house and she refused to let them inside. Linda, well, how dare you mistreat your family like this? Worried about their safety and the potential for catching the coronavirus, she set up a table for them outside. It sounds like you're worried about your safety, not their safety. And this is very rude to make your parents sit outside. Here's a quote from Linda on how she mistreated her family that day. We instead set a table with white linen outside and served them through the window. We said to ourselves then and there, we should make this available for everyone. No, you shouldn't, Linda. She said, we should make this available for antisocial freaks, people in risk groups. Anyone, anyone can enjoy this. No, Linda, no one's going to enjoy this. It's a table in a field, one chair. She said, it'll be the only COVID-19 safe restaurant in the world. I made the website the very same night. Oh, geez. Unlike most of its European counterparts, Sweden has not entered a period of lockdown following the COVID-19 outbreak. The country has not enforced strict social distancing and restaurants have remained open. However, the government has issued a list of recommendations which include the avoidance of non-essential travel. Carlson said she and her partner and former chef Rasmus Persson are following these recommendations. Bookings are now being taken for this restaurant, which will consist of one table in a field with no serving staff. 
a three-course meal will instead be brought to a table in a basket suspended on a washing line linked to the kitchen window. <laughs> you got a basket on a wire that goes out of your kitchen window and you just shoot the food down in a basket? What's it cost for this? It's like it's probably hundreds of dollars for this stupid experience. I'll pay you $400 to eat alone in a field and you send me the food on a wire and nobody can, nobody can take my drink order. <laughs> There's no waiter. Only one party is allowed per day, either as individual guests or a group consisting of members of the same household. Reservations are available from any time from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. What? I, this is serious? Is there a menu? You just, or you just shoot something in a basket and they don't even realize what they're getting. They just got to eat whatever they get. Here you go, a ham sandwich in a basket. Please leave your credit card. $1,000. Oh, here we go. The current menu features a starter of Swedish-style hash brown with sour cream. Ew. Seaweed caviar and sorrel. I don't know what that is. The vegetarian main course consists of yellow carrot and ginger puree with brown hazelnut butter and sweet corn croquettes. The dessert is a dish of ginned blueberries, iced buttermilk, and violet beet sugar. This is such a damn, like, like high-end hipster overpriced meal. And you got to eat alone. You got to pay for this alone experience. Ridiculous. Carlson told Food and Wine... Why would you waste your time, food and wine, with interviewing this idiot who maltreated her parents? They interviewed her, and she says the dishes will change depending on the availability and seasonality of ingredients. Yeah, you do use words like seasonality, don't you, Linda? Rude. The aim is to create a three-course menu that can be enjoyed for breakfast, lunch, lunch or dinner. Yeah, alone in a, in a grassy, dirty field. How much enjoyment is that? Accompanying drinks have been curated by somebody who's the founder of Lin Jay Tio. Uh, you're gonna, what are you going to drink? You're encouraging people to drink alone now? What is this? Guests pay what they want for the meal. Oh, they pay what they want. Good. I, I'm going to pay what I want. Nothing, Linda. I'm going to pay you nothing for this experience. Basically, I'm having a picnic all by myself in a dirty field. Dishes are left in a container and are washed twice after use while the table and chairs are sanitized before the next party arrives. Who is arriving at this party? You call this a party? Unbelievable. You know, the craziest thing about this is that this idea is probably, you know, the business is probably flourishing. Flourishing because people just like this kind of stuff. They just, they'll support some stupid cockamamie business idea like this, which doesn't really deserve anybody's support. Okay. It's lame as hell. It's just, a, you just want to take a selfie at a table for one in a field. Yeah. Well, you can do that on your own. You don't need to go to Linda and be subjected to her just terrible menu. <laughs> wow. And, you know, why support somebody who mistreats her parents like that? It's unbelievable, really. She shouldn't be rewarded. Look at all the press she's getting. It's crazy. Probably making money hand over fist and just throwing shit in a basket and sending it down a wire. It's unbelievable. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in a hot-ass closet. You know, it's 95 degrees in this closet recording a podcast and just trying to get by. What I think is a good idea, Weird AF News. I'm giving people what they want. This lady's got a stupid idea. She's providing people with something nobody wants. And she's going to go out. Look at, the, look at the press she gets. I got nothing. I, I barely got any, any reviews. <laughs> Would somebody leave me a damn review on iTunes? What does it take? What does it take? Joe Rogan's got $200 million deal with Spotify. What do I got? I'm in a closet and Linda's making money off a stupid basket of blueberries. Ridiculous. God damn it, where's my joint? Yay! 
Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You know you want my love and flip flop. Flip flop, you got me twisted over you. I got what you need right here, flip flop. So what you gonna do? <laughs> Look at that. I'm parodying a Keith Sweat song and turning it into a flip-flop make-love anthem, baby. That's what we do at Weird AF News. Okay. Just delivering it to you. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the stories. Please don't make love to footwear. Please. Please. If you feel the urge to make love to footwear, get some mental help. Get some mental help. Get some help about your mental. <laughs> such an, I'm such a dummy. All right. Maybe that's why you love me. Thanks for joining me and listening all the way to the end to the outro. I appreciate that. Please call the show sometime. 646-450-2012. I love to hear from you. You can email me as well. Funnyjones at gmail.com. On Instagram, I'm at funnyjones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. On Twitter, at funnyjones. Reach out to me anytime. Also, please leave a review of the podcast and recommend it to a friend or foe or an ex-lover, baby. Recommend it to a flip-flop that you recently had a nice romantic dinner with. How about that? <laughs> also, check out my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weird AF news, where I just uploaded a little article about the weirdest bird in nature, at least in my opinion. I always put weird shit on there, by the way. You should check it out. It's pretty cool. And I'm going to record a bonus episode for the month of May, and that'll go up there as well. So you get bonus episodes and all that other crap. Plus you get the good feeling of supporting Weird AF News, you know, as I try to build out my empire. I did, uh, I just bought a website, and so we're working on that as well. Just trying to improve the experience overall on Weird AF News, and your support uh, would be greatly appreciated for that. So thank you. Um, those of you who are our members of the Patreon, I appreciate you so very much. Uh, and so check that out, patreon.com slash News. Make it happen. Uh, also, what? What else did I have to say? No other. I'm not going to publish any calls or anything like that right now. I'll do that tomorrow. And uh, yeah, hey, love yourself. How about that? Love yourself. Don't love a flip-flop. Love yourself. Okay? Be safe, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Jonesy. We out.